Not every film can be Citizen Kane, but even critics have claimed that it was shit in its day. Some films are shit and shit they will stay, but some get better over time because of Nicolas Cage. So which film stays shit forever? And which one's got a little bit better? Second chance movies. No Paul Blunts were harmed in the making of this podcast. Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves watching movies and singing along to Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm Jessica Quaz, your one and done kind of movie viewer who will never forget that Jared Leto started a cult. And today we are giving a second chance to Suicide Squad. We're discussing Suicide Squad today because new Suicide the Suicide Squad is coming out. So we're going to rehash, relive the 2016 version of Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, oh, yikes. So <laughs> this movie has been not well received um, by critics, fans, um, which is why they rebooted, remade. I don't even know what to call this new version. But yeah, we just we have not seen the new Suicide Squad as of the taping of this, so just have to get it out of there. And also, spoiler alert: we're going to be talking about 2016 uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Jen, do you remember your first time with Suicide Squad? Um, I really don't. It doesn't really stick out in my mind that well. Um, I probably saw it in theaters in 2016. Did we see it in theaters together? See, I don't know. There's a chance we did, definitely. So it, I mean, it, <laughs> oh man, I, I feel like I knew you in 2016. Definitely, yeah. And so yeah. it makes sense that we might have seen this movie, but I also don't know. I mean, Yikes, it's sad if we don't remember. We both don't remember our first time. I know I saw it in the theaters. I was super pumped for this movie. Yeah, I remember definitely seeing it in theaters, also being pumped. I thought the trailer was really cool. I oh, I gotta I stop you it. right there. That trailer, the, the first trailer that came out, that like is the teaser where it's like almost zero dialogue and it's just Bohemian Rhapsody playing with images. One of my favorite trailers to this day. I it still love good. it. I think it's better than the movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so based on the trailer, like a lot of people, I was excited for it. And I remember, like I don't, like I said, I don't remember actually watching it, but I remember the feeling after watching it being like, eh, that wasn't what I expected, but it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but no. then I never watched it again until this week. So, oh, wow. so. I've seen it. This is probably my third time watching it because I definitely saw it when it came out on like Blu-ray, and then I'm just now getting around to watching it again. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna, you know, I I wanted to get a fresh perspective on it. Was it as terrible as we thought it was, or as big of a letdown? 
what good was in this movie. So for those who uh, missed out on Suicide Squad, lucky you guys. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm sure every comic book fan was like, I need to go see this. So just a, uh, to refresh uh, our memories, IMDb says a secret government agency recruits some of the most dangerous incarcerated supervillains to form a defensive task force. Their first mission, save the world from the apocalypse. Oh. So there's two things in here I don't like. Okay. Um, the most dangerous incarcerated supervillains. I feel like there's only one, maybe one and a half of these people that I would consider super villains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Diablo seems like the most powerful of the group. Yeah. Just because he can create fire and murder and burn everything. And then I don't really consider anyone else a super villain. Mm -hmm. I would say the next deadliest person would be Deadshot just because he has perfect aim and then everyone else is just a fun, goofy villain. Yeah, I think just the word criminals would be a good like yeah. substitution. Because especially in the way that they're portrayed, they're very much portrayed as anti-heroes. Mm -hmm. So they don't come off as super villains. They just come off as like crazy criminals that are kind of kooky. <laughs> um, I also, the second thing I hate about this one is their fir their first mission which implies they're gonna get multiple it's stupid yeah right <laughs> um they're the second or i guess the third yeah that was i didn't even think about that but yeah the third thing i don't like save the world from the apocalypse it wasn't that stressful of a time no it didn't had. it did not feel like the world would end if they didn't you know correctly complete the mission we had a sky beam which is very famous for being an apocalypse ender sure but just because it's a sky beam doesn't mean the world is going to end do you want to hear what other people had to say of their first time yeah let's get into some reviews Ooh. first off off the bat let's go with those rotten tomatoes all right the score that this movie has is 26 percent on the tomato meter Ooh, that is pretty low that's pretty low the audience score 59 so they almost wow. thought it was watchable 60, okay. I think, is fine, uh, like a an okay tomato. Yeah. 59 is rotten. Big gap between critics and audiences. Yeah. Critics were more harsh. Yeah. They, as I guess they tend to be. Yeah. So, as we always like doing here, let's start off positive. Let's find the good that this movie have before we laugh at the trash it had. Angie Han of Slash Film. It's far from perfect. But the characters are lovable. The world they live in is intriguingly weird. And all in all, Suicide Squad offers a playful alternative to DC's more straightforward superhero films. I don't fully disagree with that. I think that yeah. the characters could be lovable, but some of them are just missing something that stopped them from being fully like embraced. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. I don't I don't think the characters are as entertaining as they could be. Yeah. But I do think this is a fun alternative to other DC movies that we've gotten, which have been rough. Speaking of uh, DC characters, 
for those of you who are not watching this on YouTube, uh, all the audio listeners, Jessica is dressed up, done her makeup and hair like Harley Quinn. That's right. I got pigtails. This is the most insane I've ever looked. And I currently have blue dyed hair. So that's you know everything what? you need to it's know. It's also maybe the best you've ever looked. Thank you. So, I know. I like it. I look you know, insane, but I really like it. It, it works for some reason. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Tony Asankama of GH Movie Freak. We loved how the entire film had a very recent and modern day feel to it, especially in the choice of clothing and slang. I have to pause uh, Tony for a second. Um, I hate all the Joker's tattoos. Oh, they are a nightmare. That like modern. So I, I almost want to like, I do want to give them like a pat on the back for making a bold choice because it's very unique to like have a character that has all these tats on their face, an iconic character, and have a very different look. Good job. Was this the good look? Was this look we all wanted or needed? It didn't work. No. Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was damaged. Oh my god! That's whoever what I should designed... have written on my face during this. You should have damaged. Like whoever designed the Joker's look should be fired sorry about it i think there could be a world where a modern day joker looks cool this was not it katie walsh from tribune news service wrote the characters are the ultimate in squad goals but they're far more fun than the actual story itself the characters yeah (laughs) i mean yeah, the characters are more fun than the story, but like, right. <laughs> it's not saying much. <laughs> no, it's not. Also, I disagree that these characters are the ultimate squad goals because they hardly even feel like a team. I feel like they're just kind of there together. Yeah. All right. So let's hear what people who didn't like it had to say why they didn't like it. Let's start shitting on this movie. Oh, I've got one. All right. Samantha Rydell of Bitch Media. Oh. I, love, I love Bitch Media. The, the, the name Bitch Media. Perfect. Yep. Chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. Uh, DC Comics' latest addition to their burgeoning cinematic universe fails in several rather spectacular ways. Yeah, it fails. Yeah. It fails hard. It fails. DC really could have had something real cool here, and they didn't. I don't know. It fails. Damon Fudge of KCCI. Once again, DC has made a film that feels less original and more like they're just mimicking what they see Marvel doing. Its tone is all over the place, and we aren't given enough time to get to know the characters so we can care about their fates. Yeah. Perfect review. On point. Yeah. Ellen E. Jones from the London Evening Standard wrote, where Suicide Squad's big bad should be, there is only a big narrative hole, which I agree, the villain, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, like, I just don't know what they're about, what are they this doing, is, this do we This is my third them? time watching it, I still don't understand why she does her sky beam to attack it, like, what no. is her goal? I don't know her purpose, except no. she's a witch, and witches are bad. 
I guess. Like, I think it's vaguely that she just, like, doesn't like people. But, like, I don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> Am I a super villain? No. I'm just, oh, like, a curmudgeon. <laughs> I want to say this right now. We don't need an air cut. Not Absolutely at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. A lot of people are like, release the air cut. Even David Ayer, the director, is like, yeah, I got a cut. You know, it's not, that wasn't the movie I wanted to oh, make. Oh, fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> you, Yeah, it's too late, bro. I'm, I'm glad we got a standard cut because it was an yeah. entirely different situation. We do not need every director's, this is what I would have done. Well, then do it. Tell, yeah. tell the studio, I don't care. You're going to get a shitty movie and let everyone know, hey, guys, what you're about to see is a shitty movie, so good luck. Yeah, honestly, like, I'm, no, I'm sick of the idea, especially with Warner Brothers, of like, this wasn't the movie I wanted to make. It's like, well, you, sorry you let the studio take full control of your creative idea. Um, in this case, I actually don't think that's what it was. I think David Ayer was in over his head um, because if you look at his other directing credits, one, they're total flops. And two, they're like music videos. I don't think he was actually like, like he, he's got a track record for being gonna... a co-writer on, um, you know, like the Christopher Nolan Batman. But I, it's just odd. Like his filmography doesn't scream to me that like he knew what he was doing. I don't have a strong desire to like get an air cut. No, 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 no. And Zack Snyder's situation is so unique that to me, that was fully acceptable um, because it was it did end up being like two completely different movies where I feel like if it was an A or cut it would just be the same movie just extended that like it would just be like a director's cut nothing new to the table okay guys we're going into our second chance now we're going to talk about you know what let's try and talk about yeah like you said let's try and talk about what we like yeah let's um get a little positive up in here it's going to have... be difficult because I think a lot of things we like about it are going to be mixed with negative things as well. So, yeah, yep. right off the bat, uh, let's let's start off with the softball. Okay, music. I was going to say, like the soundtrack a whole lot. I I do, but I also hate it. So, <laughs> what I hate, I love all the songs that they have chosen because they're all fun pop songs, rock songs that I really enjoy. What I hate about it is that we get like, I think I, I tried to count them. It was just too many. Uh, it's not even like four minutes in and we have three hit songs that have played. Wow. They have for like t- 10, 20 seconds. And it happens a lot in this movie where we just get a song for maybe like 10 seconds max, 15 at the most. And like, it happens so frequently. And then there's a good, like the, in the second hour, we get no songs at all it's just like score of the movie and then right the last five minutes oh we forgot about it <laughs> let's put bohemian rhapsody at the end what are we doing guys yeah the song choices are amazing but you're right the pacing and where they're placed is a little funky sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i think whoever chose the music good job it slapped all right Let's go into the only other thing I liked about this movie. Okay. The cast. Okay, yeah. I yeah. like the cast. Mo- most of the cast. Most of the cast. Uh, <laughs> let's just go off by our characters. Sure. Will Smith, he's always entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I don't 
I, I like seeing him as a villain, but the downside of having Will Smith in this movie is I do not have any worry that he's going to make it to the end. He's yeah. going to make it. Uh, I don't feel any risk of danger for his character, uh, which is uh, which is sad because um, I feel like with Suicide Squad, I should be nervous that everyone with, that has a bomb in their neck, it could go off. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he's the type of actor that is the hero that's always going to make it to the end. Yeah. Never loses a fight. And so I'm just never worried. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't feel any sort of suspense with him making it out. Um, I think that he's, he's fine in this, but, you know, a lot of his roles lately within the last, I'd say, five to 10 years, it really is just Will Smith being Will Smith. Um, so to me, it's in this movie, it's just Will Smith shooting a gun really well, you know, which, is, which is fine. It's fine. Uh, it works. And, well, he's got the like daughter element. That's really sweet. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm just, yeah, I need, I need some danger in this. Uh, so which I'm going to do this a lot. I'm going to compare this to the trailers we've seen of, uh, in the information we know as of right now of the suicide squad, essentially the two biggest name male leads are Idris Elba and John Cena and I've seen them die a few times at least in I've seen their characters in other movies die so Mm. I know they're actors that aren't afraid to be a character that dies off so I think either one has a chance that they could die in the new movie Mm -hmm. yeah which puts that nervous I'm yeah I think everyone's on the table that could get blown their get their head blown off yeah which like that's what makes this so unique is that they don't want to be doing these things they're literally forced to and if they don't they will die so let's play into that more let's make it feel like everyone's at risk like we i i didn't get that with this at all it felt like yeah we do want to be good actually which is like no you don't uh harley um margot robbie perfect as harley yeah yeah couldn't have gotten a better choice. Yeah. Um, she's great. Uh, Jai Courtney is Boomerang. Um, also, excellent choice. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. Uh, I just think they don't do very much with him. No. He has like one or two good little things he does. And then he's just kind of there. Yeah. I think that's how it is for most of the squad. I think with the exception of Harley and Deadshot, Deadshot we yeah. really don't get a lot of depth with these characters we try to with diablo yeah but they never I, fully go there which is disappointing because it's got we, a we, good arc. i think diablo's the third one down of the rank of like we get the most backstory yeah where he had like a wife and kids that he burned because of his rage yeah and uh, past which is that, we don't which know is much good else. material yeah oh man and jay hernandez is good uh all those tattoos on his face is really creepy yeah um he turns into a weird CGI monster at the end, which is like kind of okay. I don't really yeah. mind it, but I also, my heart's not in this movie at that point, so I don't care. Right. Um, but I think the character of Diablo would have been really interesting. I think, or is yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. We don't play into it enough. And he has an interesting arc where when we first meet him, he doesn't even want to use his powers. Yeah, then, he's kind of like, I'm, I don't want to be a part of anything. I've, I'm kind of doing my penance for all the shit I've done. Like, yeah, I deserve this. Yeah. Which to me is 
an interesting thing in this villain movie. Yeah, and we just don't play into that enough. We so when he finally does use his powers to help save the squad, it's like I don't feel it. Like I don't feel like this. Oh, this was a big redemption moment. No. Um, Killer Croc. Uh, something I gotta talk about. Okay. Yeah, this um, one bothers you. I don't think Killer Croc is written as a character that has any personality. Not at all. Um, I don't know if it's the prosthetics, but I can barely understand anything he does say. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even sound like his voice. It sounds like they've changed his voice as well. Um, so that's weird. You know, it's super strange. Because mm-hmm. uh, prosthetics, especially now, and I think even in 2016, weren't necessary. Um, especially when, like, we get a video game of Killer Croc in the Arkham series for uh, our YouTube viewers are going to enjoy this slight, nice little picture of us. But he's like double the size of somebody. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we needed something big, bulky CGI monster, which from the looks of it, we get with King Shark and the new updated Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I just think there's, it's especially because I can't understand him. He doesn't have a personality. I feel so bad for the actor because you know, I don't even know it's him. You no. could replace it halfway through. I'd never know the difference. Right. Because he's covered head to toe in something that makes him not recognizable. That, and he he has this interesting look, but falls way in the background. Like, it's not even like he's covered and you can't recognize him. It's like he also becomes so forgettable. It also he, is know? weird when he takes off his shirt that his, like, torso and arms are, like, a regular, like, lean person but the head is just this stupid fat caked on (laughs) prosthetic that it looks super goopy it does but also the cgi in this movie has not aged well (laughs) in only like five years so i don't know if actually like a full-blown cgi character would have been better because the cgi we do get in this movie is really bad (laughs) a cgi croc would have made my day just like bigger but like a thick like beefy boy you know yeah well you'll get that with killer shark and it's probably gonna look a lot better than what whatever we would have gotten cgi wise in 2016 i want to only call them what you call them now what did i call you call them killer shark but he's <laughs> king shark but okay killer crack king shark whatever i see the mistake you made yeah. and i like i like it um killer shark, yeah uh slipknot is a character kind of in this movie don't so, remember the, him we're he's he's the only member well, i guess diablo dies but oh he's yeah, the only one that dies from exploding head yeah because he tries to escape because he's tricked by boomerang boomerang hilarious job um so adam beach poor guy gets yeah, cast in this yeah and like what i hate about this movie is that you could definitely tell he's the gonna be the one that dies. He gets like zero screen time in trailers. He gets no introduction. Uh, so when they were talking about the introductions of the characters, I hate it because we get a lot of Deadshot, a lot mm-hmm. of Harley. We do some movie. We get some Boomerang, Killer Croc. We get Diablo. And a little bit of Enchantress. That's And then we get those four. Yeah. And then the group finally meets. Hey, we also are adding this guy, Slipknot. Yeah, he just shows up. Hey, <laughs> oh, what's his power? It doesn't matter. He's gonna die. Whatever. I mean, um, whatever. And then 
the within the first moments they get to step out and do be a team, Boomerang's like, hey, um, we should leave. I don't think this is real. And he just zips his way out and boom, dies. I was like, well, that was expected. Right. <laughs> and it's honestly like this that should have been a moment where you're like, oh shit, they all can die. But for me, I actually forgot, like, it's such a forgettable moment that, like, when we're ramping up towards the end, I was like, wait a minute, where's Adam Beach? Did he die? <laughs> like, that's not um, how it should go. Either they should have made that character a bigger name uh, and or and they also needed to have everyone they're introducing as part of the squad mm-hmm. full screen time before the first one dies right because then you can feel it more because you got a little attached to him and you're like oh shit they all can die equal introduction of like hey this is deadshot he's really good with guns hey this and just brief amanda waller should have been just like quick rattle them off right these are our team so let's talk about rick um all right i really like joel kinnaman as an actor he's really talented uh i think rick is just bland uh, yes. I also hate that he's dating June, who turns into the Enchantress. I don't think they need a relationship. I think um, he just needs to be like their like, I just, just their like guard. Like I got to keep you guys in line. So I have a lot of mixed feelings about that because I'm, I like the I, I like the idea, but I also don't know if I like that they're together because that's the only real reason we like have to feel anything about this situation is their relationship because you're kind of like, oh, I want them to be together. But at the same time, like, do they need to be together? No, but it, it was the only sort of emotional attachment. What could have been a lot better is if Enchantress was originally real like part of the squad and then turned evil or something so that all of our characters had some sort of connection to her. I don't like Enchantress being part of the squad and a villain. Um, yeah, it's, or, it's very confusing. So because he's dating her, first of all, she's a supervillain. Why is he dating a supervillain? Um, that's super weird, especially because he's law enforcement. Um, I feel like you'd never want to do that. Or it's a conflict of interest what are you doing mm-hmm. um and then she's introduced as like she's one of the people we want on the squad aren't you just having a squad of like criminals why is she there right the superpowers what do, are those the criminals that we could force because we got bombs on their neck yeah and then instantly she becomes like oh yeah i want to take over the world <laughs> what she's the villain now you just introduced her as part of the squad right make up your mind what are we doing your mind i think she could have because i like i like the uh premise of the character in which this average woman was taken over by this ancient witch and like has no control she just pops up and like uses his body as a vessel that should have been its own story as she's not has zero relationship with rick it just happens to yeah us, or it happens to and she's not part of the task at all we're not interested in this task force or, or she like shouldn't be a part of it or have her be part of the squad and have this like seemingly normal person in jail for murdering people while the witch was taken over or something because that's a weird thing too is like she's introduced as part of the squad 
but then she has like complete freedom like she's walking around doing whatever she wants which deviates from the idea of the squad and then yeah we don't even see her interact with anyone of the squad except for rick flag and then she dips and becomes bad and then later at the end of the movie they do a weird sequence where they they show what amanda waller was doing was out of sequence earlier and that really confused me. Like, what What are we doing, movie? Right. Why are you confusing us? This is so... I don't know what's going on. And all my head hurts. Okay, so speaking of Enchantress, I gotta say it. Cara Delevingne, what were we thinking? What were we thinking? She was hot at the time, just like new on the scene. And oh man, oh man. Oh man. Like, I'm sorry... No Don't offense apologize. to her. Don't apologize to <laughs> we, anyone. We should not have cast a, a person who's known for their thick eyebrows and their job of not talking as our villain. <laughs> like, she did not have the chance I mean, to play this. I mean, she's a model, which is why they put her in there. Um, Probably, I don't know. We, get an actress, yeah. Not get an just actress. like Not someone who... It's just pretty. Right. Because it's a very gimmicky kind of hire. Like, well, can you believe we cast her? And watching it now, it's like, it, this is bad. Like, this is really, one, the character sucks already. And you put someone in who couldn't handle this material because she's not an actress. So our villain falls flat on so many levels. So, no, just all of the Enchantress was was an issue here it just no absolutely not none of it none of it the big elephant in the room oh yeah scott eastwood (laughs) (laughs) no no he's he's all right he's just a pretty face it's just a part of the the military perfect perfect choice sure just has a couple lines no gripes with that guy no he's they call him gq great <laughs> uh jared leto oh my god oof, oof, oof. he when did um uh, did he he had already won the oscar when this came out yeah right? that's yeah, why he was he probably sure in this yeah. they were like oh well he won an oscar he should be the joker he can do anything um he, he has his moments when he's acting uh mm-hmm. i will give him that but like I don't really mind his performance of Joker. It's really like the, all the tats and the behind the scene, like behind the scenes stories I hear of him, like torturing the other actors because he's you know method. He's, fuck yeah. off. He's sending dead animals to Viola Davis. Get the fuck out of here. God, I hope those aren't true. If they're true, what the hell are you doing, guy? Like, dude, come on. That's not. If you did it in any other line of work, you'd be fired. <laughs> instantly and don't hide behind the like a method because it's like bro get over yourself <laughs> just get over yourself that's my opinion you're I an think, actor you show up yeah you pretend for the day come on and then you go home and you're doing all that for like this role come on bro i think like i i don't necessarily hate his performance i think he's trying way too hard and that comes across really obviously like he's trying to be like no i'm a different joker and it's like but i do commend him on that because we have nicholson is pretty iconic and we heath ledger is super iconic yeah and so it's hard to and mark hamill i can't forget about mark oh yeah voice actor yes we've got 
three jokers in roughly modern within the last like 10 20 years that are all really iconic and it's hard not to copy paste because this movie has done so much of that Mm -hmm. so the fact that he has found a unique joker just it's hard because everyone is just in love with joker i think joker is an overused villain i'm tired of seeing it yeah um yeah so we can find some but i think joker is essential when we have harley in the mix well, right. That's the thing. He's a big part of her backstory, so we did need him. He is her backstory, which is kind of shitty. Yeah. Um. So we did need to have him for that purpose, but then, like, we almost have like too much of him in this because after a while, it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get I, what he did. See, I just, I think we don't have enough of him in this. Oh, when it's Jared Leto, we have enough. We have I think plenty. when he's like the third name on the on the poster he needs to be everywhere his name needs to be bumped to the end with like and jared leto like yeah i think third name on like the poster means like he's gonna be our main villain and he's not and no. he should have been yeah i mean if you why not like see the thing that also gets me watching it now is that they really romanticize the relationship between harley and the joker to the point where it's like you guys are glamorizing like mental abuse almost and like brainwashing because that's what he does is he's brainwashing her and manipulating her and instead of like making him our villain where it's like this guy sucks and he's done this to her and she's his victim it's like no it's his it's her pudding they're in love you know we could have had a really nice movie as like we're gonna Amanda, we're gonna finally take out the Joker. Yeah, because he's causing way too much trouble. We're even getting Harley on the team because she might have some insight, and she, she could have that conflict of like, I don't want to hurt my pudding, right. uh, but then maybe the team helps to realize like he treats you so poorly, and you deserve better. Uh, we hate you, but like you deserve better than this. Yeah. And like then she could have been the one like, you know what? Yeah, fuck you, and like done something about it. That would have been great too because that would have also been a really nice way for our squad to bond which is like come on girl like you deserve better like then it could have felt better like more camaraderie how epic would it have been if they killed off the joker right like what a bold decision of like you know what he's not going to be on our universe we have so many other villains we have we don't need joker in every movie exactly that way jared leto gets to be it it's only like a one movie He's, you know, not the main focus. Boom, he's out. Done. Yeah, yeah. Don't have to worry about it. Get him Wouldn't out. Fun. Well, okay, so I don't understand. Uh, this is one thing that, I don't know, just the thought. Like, what? um, so in my opinion, the Suicide yeah. Squad Jared Leto is messy and bad and just extra, like and over damaged. the top. Damaged. He's also damaged. <laughs> he's damaged. Let's not forget. I know that because it's written on it his says, head. That's the only way I knew it. Um, okay, so we have this, and then we have the the epilogue in the Snyder Cut, in which Jared Leto's Joker pops up, and it's not bad. It's not bad. So, like, what's going on here? You know? Uh, we had Snyder instead of Ayer, I guess. <laughs> I guess, because, like, when I was watching that performance, I was like, I could get behind this. It's different. He's got this long hair. He's very kooky like 
this is I could have gotten behind mm-hmm. the Suicide Squad version. No, thank you. Um, yeah, it's I feel like because Snyder was creating essentially the DC's universe, and we get glimpses of it of like Robin's outfit that Batman sees, where it's you know ha 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 written all over it, and implying that Joker probably killed Robin, and so like that's the stuff I wanted to explore and see. Mm-hmm. But because Warner Brothers um, hates every hates their audience, uh, decided you know what we don't need Zack Snyder, who people really enjoy making this movie and giving us that story. We're scrapping that and doing something different. <laughs> Damaged. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. For Warner Brothers, get it together. You're, yeah, you, you know, could be better. You could be better. You really could. I think now looking back, because a lot of and look, hey, I am not part of Jared Leto's fan club cult. Let me get that straight. I think when the movie first came out, a lot of people put blame on him because the it's ridiculous. It is a ridiculous character, and but it's not his fault. It's not his fault. That's what I was gonna say. Now looking way back, way worse things in this movie than Joker. And now exactly, and now that we've seen a glimpse of what he could have done with Joker, it's like, oh yeah, no, he had the ability to actually do something kind of cool you guys just gave him this like weird cholo version of the joker (laughs) like and made him sort of like a good guy ish which is really fucking weird too again it could have been so much better if he was our main villain and like you said harley has to be a part of the team to take him down and we explore the sort of arc from everyone going through that but i mean i think you just brought it up there all our villains are kind of good guys in this and it shouldn't be they should all they're all villains they're bad guys they should have their own moral compass of like i'm doing this for this reason but they still are doing bad like deadshot yeah i'm making money to support my kid but like i'm killing everyone i don't care if anyone lives or dies right so like our our heroes if you will um they're complex in that we don't you know sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad our villains should not be like that they should be straightforward yeah they're worse than these people they need to be taken out and that doesn't i never feel that with how they wrote the joker in this and how they handled enchantress um and i just don't i think they're like we've been saying there could have been something really cool in um being honest with that the joker manipulates and brainwashes harley and she's got to take the power back but they don't allow her to do that in this uh we need more characters in this that way there are more people expendable to blow their heads off and get murdered by other things um i do think that we have like three times the amount of characters in the new suicide squad yeah that's what it seems like which is gonna be i think gonna be fun because i think we're gonna get a lot of creative weird deaths uh I'm looking forward to it. And it could be anybody's game. I think there's a lot of them that are not going to make it. The movie needs to be more violent, was my point. That too. <laughs> I, I agree. It's weird to be like, yeah, violence. But when you're dealing with this kind of material where it's outlandish, you got to go big with it on every front. And they just hold back way too much. So I'm hoping, you know, the Suicide Squad uh, is just a full-blown erasure. Like, oh, we see what happened there and we're going to make it better. And the R rating, I think, could really help. Just, like, going going for it, not holding back. Don't hold this material back. Let it, yeah, let it off its chain. Just, yeah. Yeah. Go crazy. 
All right. Well, I'm done talking about this movie. I'm over it. Frustrates me. You know what? I'm really glad. I don't think I'm ever have to watch it again because I ever feel the need like I need some Suicide Squad. Right. No, once was enough. I know this new one is going to be more entertaining. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I know it's going to be better. I hope so. I really do. I think it very well could be. I think. You know, I, I have a lot of trouble trusting Warner Brothers content when it comes to DC. So what it gets really stupid is Warner Brothers trying to copy Guardians of the Galaxy. And they're like, you know how we could even copy it even more? Let's hire that same director, James Gunn. Because he'll he'll make it Guardians of the Galaxy, but Suicide Squad. <laughs> problem solved. Man, Warner Brothers, get it together. Get it together. What are you doing? Oh, boy. I'm, as much as I love HBO Max, I just hate Warner Brothers. Yeah, you're. I'm just disappointed because I, I know they could be better. They They've could made be great so much stuff better. in the past. They just are, whoever is running it now just doesn't give a shit. No, and are seem like bad people probably. It's just really frustrating when you see material like the source material they had for DC stuff and how they tr- they made something out of it, and it's always just been like what went wrong here like what went wrong here you have all the money in the world if it's a consistent problem it's higher ups right sure yeah because the talent below has has been producing great stuff they've been trying their best and something's going on so i don't know i i hope that the suicide squad is better and we get uh hey another second chance with suicide squad with all right well i think it's pretty obvious where we'd lie but we should just i guess say it just to say it Joe. yeah no no need to give us a second chance we were all right the first time yeah um, yeah it, it could have been it could have been something but it's not and i you know what it does seem like we're all getting a second chance with the suicide squad so hopefully that is something good it it does seem like they took all the complaints because uh, like everything I've complained about when I was watching this, it seems like what we're getting with our new Suicide Squad. So, yay. Yeah, I agree. There's no need to go back and watch this one. I mean, to me, I, in 2016, didn't think it was that bad. And then as time has went on, it's not good. It just it doesn't hold up well over time. And the CGI in this is trash also. So visually, it's not even that appealing anymore. Um, so I think... The erasure of the first one, moving on to the Suicide Squad, hopefully we can have a lot of fun and entertainment with that, and it's where it should have been. If that's the case, then yeah, we don't ever need to revisit 2016. One last question for you. If you could add any DC villain to the lineup, who would you add? Who would you cast? Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm not that well versed in DC villains. First of all, Batman villains in. Okay. Because at least you know who some of those people are. I would put in Poison Ivy. Yeah. Good choice. Um, that was my. That was my second. Nice. And I would. God. Who would I cast for Poison Ivy? Ooh, let me think. Who would be a good Poison Ivy? Emma Stone because she had red hair once. No, get out of here. It was never real. It was never real. It was yeah, guys. Um oh man. This, so, that's hard because there's Poison honestly Ivy, a lot of options. Poison Ivy. Uh Lake Bell is Poison Ivy on the Harley Quinn animated show. 
so good. Okay. Um, Harley and Kaylee Coco, so good together. Um, when you were talking about earlier, when you were talking earlier about Joker being super toxic and gaslighting the shit out of Harley Quinn, that show handles it so well. And like Poison Ivy, like, hello, he's a <laughs> fucking playing with you. He does not care. <laughs> it's so good. You guys, if you need your Harley Quinn fix, go to HBO Max and watch Harley Quinn. It's animated and it's great. All right. Um, my ad my addition to our Suicide Squad, I'd bring Bane into the mix. Why not? And you know who we'd get? The person who just fits the role physically right now, and we need to do it before he gets too old and gets tired of it. Dave Batista. Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I'm into I've heard that. he's tried to pitch himself to like they brought him in for something. He goes, Hey guys, I'm gonna stop you there. Make me Bane. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why wouldn't you? He wants to do it. Right now, because he's in his 50s right now, he's reaching a point where, like, it's too much for the guy. Yeah. He doesn't need to keep his body physically like that. He's a great actor. Yeah. While he's, you know, at least in shape. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Even if you just have him in it for a bit or something. Hell, yeah. I want to see a big, bulky Bane. Yeah. Tom Hardy was fit. Yeah. Great. But he's not, like, the big, hulking Bane. Right. He's, yeah. We need, like, a big, tough my own big 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 man to do that i think that could be really fun yeah and his buddy james gunn is directing the other one so yeah. it could have worked but yeah who knows dc good together all right let's wrap this up i'm yeah. tired of talking about this Same. trash can of a movie <laughs> all right well thank you so much for listening to another episode of second chance movies let us know what you think please rate review let us know what you're liking about the show what you're not is there a movie you want us to give a second chance to let us know you can also find us on uh, instagram twitter letterbox at second chance movies everything will be linked in the show notes um you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts we're also on youtube if you want a visual experience we got you a uh, big thank you as always to bd mcbeatface for our dope theme song that we love so much and yeah we'll be back next sunday with another second chance movie so what are we some kind of suicide squad second chance